It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Every year you hear those stories of somebody calling the police because the Halloween decorations are too realistic. You know, someone will call saying, there's a half of a body sticking out of a garage. They've been decapitated. Police go and it's just a Halloween decoration. And this was the opposite of that. Nobody called the police about a real body. Yeah. So (laughs) this family in North Carolina, one of their family members died and was half naked in the lawn. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. For several days. There was even a lawn care worker that came around. And they mowed around the dead body. Get and, out of town. And the lawn care worker thought it was a Halloween decoration. <laughs> and they're like, the smell and the maggots are normal, right? Good God. So they're investigating the death now. That's terrible. <laughs> is that how easy it is to get away with murder? I guess so. I guess the takeaway from this is Halloween's a good time to murder someone? Yeah, you just put the body on your front lawn. You've got at least three days to get away. Drape it over one of those sheds in Kippen. Nobody will notice. Over in B.C., they have this campaign called Get Flushed. And they basically announced that it's a construction worker's right to have a flushing toilet on the work site. You've seen these things at construction sites. You've seen the porta johns usually propped up on some cinder blocks, shaking in the wind. You've had to use a few of these things when you've had an emergency on the side of the road. Yeah, I have. And that, that's also what makes them disgusting is other people use them. All these people using these stinky porta potties. It's a basic human right to have a good place to go to the washroom. That's why you see so many construction workers heading into the washroom at Timmy's. Why are you scoping out the washroom at Timmy's, seeing who goes in and out? What are you doing in there? <laughs> I'm just going to the washroom, you know. I think that's a good idea. Okay. That's the least they can do. There you go. So they're, they're pushing to have real flushing toilets. For construction workers. That's a nice initiative. Maybe the next thing they can do is a living wage for retail workers. <laughs> I mean, let, let's, let's be realistic, though. Now, you'd think it would be super exciting to open a time capsule from 100 years ago, but maybe not. No, Danforth Collegiate Institute, their high school in Toronto, they tore down a wall and they found a time capsule from 1922, so 101 years old, and they opened it up, and here's what was inside. Newspaper clippings, attendance records, and here's something kind of a Canada 50th anniversary coin. That's it. Like they should have had like pop culture stuff, like a flapper hat or <laughs> an old telephone, you some, know, some contraband. Yeah, that's what we would put in a time capsule today. We'd put in like an iPhone or something. Yeah, or- some legal weed. Yeah, just stuff that's of the times. A picture of our prime minister at a Christmas party for work. Things like that. (laughs) Topical things. Yeah, you know. But really, if you put your face in the time capsule, though, and you take a deep breath, you can really really smell the racism in that time capsule. This got Matt and I interested in what was going on in Huron County 100 years ago. Yeah. Thankfully, the Huron County Library has this service where you can read very old newspapers. So I pulled up the Godrich Star from October 18th, 1923. Here's here's one of the main headlines. Page one, the headline, Lions Club Luncheon. The weekly luncheon of the Lions Club will be held at the Bedford Hotel Friday at 12.15 noon. The members are invited to come prepared to offer suggestions for making these luncheons more attractive and to air any kicks. Hope they have better sandwiches next time. <laughs> it's funny, the news, it's almost like Facebook. It's really gossipy. It's very gossipy. Where's yours from? What newspaper? Well, I have the Clinton News Record from 100 years ago. And each county has their own thing, like McKillop Township. Mr. James Frith spent Sunday night with Mr. Peter McCowan. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, what went on there? It's stuff <laughs> like this. And like, Mr. Oliver Lawrence has purchased a new Ford Coupe. They talked about somebody in town buying a car? Yes, it's so gossipy. (laughs) The Blairs had the Smiths over for dinner last Sunday. (gasps) The Smiths, you say? They didn't have us over. My pearls. Mm. And unusual bee activity in Clinton. I guess they had some summer-like days. And there was a swarm of bees 
the hives were swarming. With a little trouble, he was able to secure and safely house the restless swarm. That's why the newspaper was a million pages <laughs> way back when. So, yeah, check this out. It's a digital time capsule you can access anytime if you have the internet. Huroncounty.ca, you can learn a lot about your town. It's very cool to go back and see what they were talking about. And it's all the same names of people that live here now. I saw a lot of Lobs and, yes. and Gins. Lobs and McCulley's and yep. Harrison's. It's all the same people. <laughs> oh, we've never changed in 100 years. Matt grew up in the church. Were you ever uh, prompted into action by the Lord? Uh, maybe I thought I was at one point, but it was usually my own brain. Explain what happened here with this lady. Where was this out in Edmonton Way? The school trustee, she felt led by one of the members of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. In case you didn't know, there's like the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I understand. And she said the Holy Spirit told her to post a racist meme. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so she's not fired. They're saying if you apologize and go to some sensitivity training, we'll let you back in. Maybe you'll learn your lesson. And say, so, hey, you know what, dude? Maybe she comes around. Maybe she realizes, you know, like there's members of the gay community all over the... It's okay to be wrong as long as you're willing to try to be right. Well, that's what this was. It was sort of comparing uh, the rainbow flag to the Nazi flag or something. And it, 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 there's room for interpretation in it, let's just say. So they're going to say, okay, like we kind of get what you're meaning, but... You're still wrong and you're still an a-hole. Some people were offended. So there you go. And, and dude, like, I get it, man. I was raised Muslim. I didn't eat pork until like seven years ago. Oh, yeah. And then I had bacon at Luke and Bacon Fest, and I realized I was wrong. I was saved. Yeah. So who told you to eat bacon then? Was it your, your own brain or? Uh, I think a Christian girl told me. <laughs> well, I, that Holy Spirit's been getting people into trouble for years. I put that Holy Spirit on my burgers. It tastes great. There's a new attraction in the downtown of Seaforth. Well, not really. There's a tractor now stuck inside of a building. Yeah, Friday night tractor with a few cars attached drove into a, an old building, a, a historic building in downtown Seaforth. The tractor's still there right now. They've removed the cars, but they're worried the building will collapse if they remove the tractor. So engineers are being brought in, going to try to figure out how to remove this thing, whether they have to tear down the historic building or not. Well, what do they do? They just build around the tractor, maybe. Leave the tractor there or, as dude, a tourist attraction. Just here on County, we have a, a history <laughs> of going to these kinds of sites, the Bayfield shipwreck. Yeah. That was off the coast of Bayfield in Lake Huron. People would drive out to the shipwreck. Maybe people would pay good money to see the tractor. In downtown Seaforth. Could be a feature of the downtown. There you go. I would pay upwards of $2.50 to take a photo with that tractor. An attraction. No. An you, attraction. You tried to you tried, tried to make it work and it failed. It's an attractor. It failed like the driver failed driving that tractor. A driver identified as a 23-year-old and the cause of the collision being investigated. Obviously, people have some speculation. Officials are working on it right now. They're working on it. But there might be a big blank space in downtown Seaforth. I hope Fatty Deedee's not in the rain. He's headed over to Seaforth for this new report that we have going from Seaforth. It's time for Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Deedee. Yes, Matthew, I'm here at the Seaforth Tractor. Is it raining over there in Seaforth? Sure. <laughs> now tell, tell us. Fatty DD. What is the update on the tractor that is embedded within the historic downtown? Is the tractor still there in the downtown inside of a building? The tractor is still inside the building, Matthew. In fact, workers have now put a tarp over the tractor oh. to stop the town from being embarrassed about this tractor in the middle of a building. There's an update. We're now learning here at Country 104.9 there is a white tarp now covering the tractor. Tractor is still there. The tractor is still here. Well, thanks. Thanks, Fatty. You can come back to the studio now. It's time for Seaforth <laughs> Tractor Watch with Fatty Didi. I that just got fast. back from Seaforth, that, yeah. The power of radio. That's right. Yeah. It was totally believable. Have you even thought about Christmas yet? No, I haven't, to no. be honest. Not a thing. Nothing. Not get, I, not get digging the tree out of storage. Not what you might get the wife who gave you three children. 
Well, you're going to get her for... You haven't thought about anything? I'm a pretty last-minuter, which ends up saving me money because if you do it last minute and you can't find what you're looking for, then you don't have anything. You don't spend as much. Disagree. Divorces can be very expensive. <laughs> Report from Deloitte Canada says uh, the average Canadian plans to spend $1,347 during this year's holidays. That's down... 11% from last year. Oh, we could get back to a more simpler Christmas, though, right? Uh, I recall people like, like, my mom used to say she was excited to get an orange for Christmas. Like an orange. Yeah, but your mom was raised in the 40s. A piece of fruit. They barely had electricity back then. <laughs> they didn't have shipping freighters to take fruit from Chile up to Canada. True enough. It's like you had to know somebody who traveled to Florida like a couple months before and Brought a suitcase filled with oranges for some reason. And then by the time Christmas rolled around, it was probably not even fresh. Yeah. <laughs> but you can still smell it, see? You simplified Christmas. Well, me and Trish the Dish, we agreed years ago. We're like, no gifts. She has a couple nephews and a niece. We buy the kids presents. We do a secret Santa among the adults. But otherwise, me and her, no presents. Mm-hmm. We, have, we do have a tradition, though. And our Christmas tradition is uh, on Christmas Day... We sleep in till 9, and we enjoy the quiet bliss of having no kids and lots of money. Story out of Kingston. 21-year-old was charged with assault, and the assault was prompted after their roommate uh, didn't clean their shared kitchen. Oh. I mentioned this story to Matt, and Matt's like, Matt hasn't been driven to assault because of this. Oh, but, no. But you've, the beginning of the story, you can understand. I have to admit, I had a moment of being upset. This week, because lately, my wife and son, they've been doing oatmeal. Love oatmeal. For breakfast. It's healthy. It's delicious. You can customize it. It's cheap. Yeah. A lot of reasons to love oatmeal. So then by the time I get home, their oatmeal bowls are sometimes sitting in the sink. And as you know, oatmeal is not easy to clean out of the bowls. And so I finally confronted this. that You got to like rinse that out right away because by the time I get to it to do the dishes, it's concrete. Now, did you approach it as calmly as you just told me right now on the radio? Or did you like, oh, damn it, nah. the oatmeal's <laughs> in the bowl again? No, he didn't go like, full dad, because that's what my dad would have done. No, he's just like, can we can we at least like rinse out the oatmeal bowls? You can build a house with oatmeal. That's how powerful it is. No, the rats would get at it. Yeah, true enough. This plan fell apart quick. <laughs> so so this guy got charged with assault? Uh, 21-year-old charged with assault, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... And I mean, you don't, assault's not the answer. You don't do that. So if you have a roommate, dirty kitchen, don't assault them. What you do is you replace their expensive shampoo with a dollar store hand soap and you just watch their scalp flake all over the pillow. Seeing the Taylor Swift concert movie this weekend. I'm in London, Ontario. It's our family's Thanksgiving. We did it a week late. Go see the Taylor Swift movie. Lights go dark. Concert comes on 15 minutes in. 13-year-old boy sitting next to me pulls out his phone. So I try to shut it down real quick. Excuse me, can you turn off your phone? And he puts it away for four seconds yeah, before it's back out. Because he's scared. There's a 38-year-old man <laughs> sitting beside him. He's calling 911. He's threatening him. <laughs> of course, he put it away for a second. But then he got bold and he said, hold on. So, so he pulls it out again and I say, can you put your phone away, please? And he says, calm down. <gasps> okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish this. Let oh, me finish this before better. you comment. So I say, I am calm. Put your phone away. He taps his mom's shoulder and they walk out immediately and they don't come back. We're sitting in the back row, but he has to kind of walk behind my seat. So as he's leaving, he leans over to me and says, old men don't tell kids what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad he called you an old man. That's awesome. The problem here is you're a 38-year-old. I like Taylor Swift, too, but I'm not going to the Taylor Swift movie. I was, e- I was easily the oldest dude there. You were. Of yeah. course you were. So that's their space. You're in uh, their space. It's a movie theater that yeah. anybody can go to. See, yeah. Old Man Steve agrees with me. It's not even me. Old Man Steve. Like, a movie theater, you're supposed to sit in the dark and watch the movie. It's the a dark light- room with a bright screen. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I feel the same way at, at uh, you know, intimate concerts. Not rock concerts in stadiums, but if you're in a club... Put your phone away. Yeah, well, hang what, out. What, what if someone left the stove on and they got to let the babysitter know? <laughs> then you leave Then you leave the theater and you check your phone. I'm not against, like, the idea of phones. He was probably tra- uh, calling the kid's helpline. Maybe. <laughs> you were being so weird. <laughs> Police, there's a bald man here. <laughs> There's an old guy and he's yelling at me. So then after that, 
a middle-aged lady looked about 50 in front of me on her phone. And I once again shout, put your phone away. And she did. And she tried to like turn around and look at me, but I was like, I was staring right at her. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you yelling at people in the theater is more distracting than the light on the phone. I, but, Arguable. But again, the light on the phone is what prompted the yell. I'm not just yelling at people willy-nilly. You got to be doing something wrong. So what'd you do after that? Head over to Paw Patrol and yell at the three-year-olds? I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I walked into the Paw Patrol movie. I was like, get off your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you ruined the movie experience for this 13-year-old. They kid. left and they didn't come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. we talked like, to management. Like 15 minutes. What are they going to tell management? My kid was on his phone and uh, old, weird, bald dude yelled at Karen? him. I'm telling. I hope so. I'm telling Taylor Swift. Are you telling? Oh yeah, you could hit her up on socials and let her know. What if Taylor Swift puts up an Instagram post being like, "Nobody listened to Country 104.9 anymore. <laughs> We'd be well, ruined. Be they are a child hating station." <laughs> like, oh god, how quickly do you think I'd get fired? Pretty quick, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You think Kevin would come down? <laughs> Our boss's boss's boss, Kevin Brown, would come down and be like, "Fatty, nothing Ta- I can do." Taylor Swift wants you gone, so we got to fire you, buddy. Yep. You ruined us. Good luck family out of St. Catharines. They wanted to book a cottage up in Georgian Bay Area. Ooh. Right on the water. They found a nice place on Facebook Marketplace. Oh. And the people who owned the cottage said, hey, no, it's totally available the weekend you want it. Send us $3,500 via e-transfer. Thank you. So they packed up three vehicles, brought the whole family. They had a boat and everything. They got to the cottage and it's not even up for rent. Nope. <laughs> Someone just copy-pasted a picture, grabbed their money, and that was the end of it. How yeah. disappointing. Got to be careful. Oh, Careful who you send e-transfers to. It's, it reminds me of that time I visited that chocolate factory in Smith's Falls. Yeah. I don't know if you know the one. Uh, no chocolate river for me to push a German child into. Such a ripoff. If you're going to take Natalie to a nice restaurant, would you go to a Netflix-themed restaurant? No. Because that's what's happening. Netflix is going to invest in brick-and-mortar stores, which will offer, and I quote, dining, retail, and entertainment experiences. Eat there, buy stuff, and play games. My first thought, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. A Netflix-themed Chuck E. Cheese. So instead of a giant rat, it's The Witcher. And instead of... (laughs) winning a bouncy ball you can buy a stranger things funko pop would you pay money to eat at a netflix themed restaurant maybe you sit down you get the so one of the desserts is remember how in squid game they had to cut out like the moon out of the cracker or else they die mm-hmm. maybe it's like that right yeah but instead of dying uh you pay 70 dollars to be underwhelmed i don't know do, do you think if you sit there too long they come by and say are you still eating yeah, I'm giving you the crickets for that. I don't know if you're awake in Baker. It doesn't matter. You can grow your own weed here. You can grow plants enough for years and years just in one grow, grow season. Four plants per household. It's yeah, a lot of pot. They get big. Not in Manitoba, though. You're not allowed to grow your own in Manitoba. And there was a gentleman by the name of, oh, I had it up here. His last name's LeJoie. And oh, Jesse Lavoie. <laughs> He challenged the province to say, hey, they can grow pot in other provinces like Ontario. Why can't I grow it in Manitoba? I'm taking you to court. Yeah, Billy's parents let him stay up till 930. Why can't I? That's right. Basically. And a judge uh, released his verdict this week saying, no, province is allowed to do that. It's for the health and safety of the public. They're allowed to make that determination. So, no, you can't grow your own weed, Jesse Lavoie. I'll have to move to Ontario. That's tough, man. So if you're if you're doing a road trip across Canada, make sure you bring some extra pot to those in need in Manitoba. I think the kids put it uh, in their school lunches. I don't know if you've had this experience before where you work with somebody for a number of years and you think they're a relatively normal person and then you realize you work with a murderer. I learned that about Matt Hussey this morning. It wasn't actual murder, but it's close. And I realized, oh, Matt is a sociopath. Explain what you did. Well, I had soup and salad. And you think it's weird that I put the salad in the soup. Butternut squash soup and a kale salad, kale and sliced Brussels sprouts and bro, cranberries, walnuts. And like several leafy things 
Yeah, in but your perfectly good soup. That kind of leafy stuff's pretty hearty. It goes well in the soup. That's the kind of stuff you would put in a soup. No, you wouldn't. Yes, you Nobody would. Nobody puts Brussels sprouts in a soup, Kale. You are out of your damn mind. <laughs> no, I'm not. This isn't that unreasonable. I like the taste of it all together, so I just mix the soup and salad. You're supposed to have it separate? Yes. Yes. I don't don't know if it's an actual crime, but it should be. And that punishment should be the death penalty. Here at Country 104.9, we take journalism seriously in our own fatty Dee. He sometimes goes on scene to bring you the latest Huron County news. On October 13th, there was a 23-year-old who drove a tractor into the historic Seaforth downtown. It's time for Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Deedee. We're going live to Seaforth. Our own Fatty Deedee is in the downtown of Seaforth. Fatty, is the tractor still embedded into a building in Seaforth? Yes. It's still there? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Deedee. Especially towards the end of October, those days when you get to golf are precious. Oh, it's precious. If you can golf in October, I remember one year golfing in December. We had like 20 degree weather one year. And you have to do it just to say you did it. We're in the nice part of global warming, kind of, where like we're not dying, not burning to death. We're just getting some golf days in December. And that's what these guys were doing on Sunday over in Woodstock. And this one guy named John Payne got two holes in one. He's never got a hole-in-one in in his whole golf career. He gets one on the third hole. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Then he got a second one on the seventh hole. And he says he's not even that good of a golfer. (laughs) But he just happened to have the luck. Would that be infuriating if you're a regular golfer and you're with your buddy who goes once, twice a year? Yeah. And that buddy who goes once or twice a year gets two, not one, two holes-in-one? Makes it look easy. Oh, dude, I'd be losing my... It's already frustrating enough when you can't golf very well. But then, like, your buddy who sucks even more happens to perform better. Oh. I'm losing my mind, breaking all my clubs. Yeah, it's like when people play the lottery for the first time. They're like, oh, my God, I won a million dollars, but I never, ever play. One in 67 million chance of getting two hole-in-ones, apparently. Like, one in 67 million, that's about... The same odds as a tractor driving into a building in the downtown of Seaforth. It would never happen. So if you're going to be running from police, there's one place you shouldn't try to hide from police. A porta john Oh, this is such a stupid place to run into. This guy's running from the police, heads into the porta john He's in there for 20 minutes. There's a standoff. He comes out. They they shoot him. Apparently, he's, he's going to be okay, I, I think. Where did this happen? Uh, this happened in Kelowna. West Kelowna. Oh, beautiful British Columbia. Yeah, Yeah, but that's not a good place for a standoff. Not at all. A Porta John? No. I I guess, but yeah, police can't really see what you're doing in there. You can stay in there as long as you need to. You can make it difficult for police. You can jump inside the the liquid part of the Porta John and make police have to get dirty to get you out. But otherwise, it's not fun for you either. No, there's still no way out. And if you want to have a standoff in a stinky, tiny hole, you could... Just do it in Belgrave. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. I'm kidding. We picked Belgrave because Matt's from there. He smells. I've only ever been with one bank my whole life. I've been with RBC. Oh, I'm sorry. Royal Bank of Canada. No, it's been fine. The app's pretty good. <laughs> Monthly fee is whatever, but I can do pretty much anything. But there is a survey done by the Canada Retail Banking Satisfaction Group, which you've never heard of before just now. But evidently, they did a survey Found people, only 30% of people happy with their banks. We're supposed to be satisfied with our bank? I don't know. Apparently the main issue, the fees that get charged. Yeah. What are you, I'm paying 11 bucks a month. What are you paying? Am I getting ripped off here? Yeah, about the same. Maybe. RBC ripping me off? I think it's, uh, mine's like maybe 14 or something. Okay. Which is dumb because it's like, does it really cost them anything for me to make a transaction? they use your money to loan to other people to make money off that money. Yeah, but the computers are doing all the work at this point. See, RBC is an emotionless, calculated corporation, which is what I want. I don't expect my bank to listen to my problems or hold me when I cry. No. Like they do at the grocery store. Love seeing houses decorated for Halloween. The people who go all out have the big inflatable things, sound effects, 
hands that pop out of the candy bowl to scare the kids. It's even cooler if a whole community gets together and does a whole big display down a whole street. This is over in Cambridge. There's a little community called West Galt, just on the edge of Cambridge there. And the whole street there, every year they dress up pumpkins. I don't know, as people, there's always a theme. This year's theme is scenes from Hollywood movies. Yeah. So there's all sorts of scenes, scenes from Pulp Fiction, uh, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, there's Forrest Gump sitting on a bench. Castaway. Yeah. It's all it's all pretty cool. And there was uh, somebody who recreated the scene from Titanic of Jack and Rose in the water. She's on the, the, the door floating in the water and he's in the ocean. Yeah. Right before he freezes to death. Somebody recreated that with pumpkins. The pumpkin version. Yeah, there you go. It's cute. I mean, that's memorable. It's not even the best scene in the movie, though. My favorite scene from Titanic uh, is when the boat's filling with water and that old couple is laying there in bed, ready oh, to die. That's the one that gets you. It's hilarious. Which I don't know if you plan to travel anytime soon, but there's been a travel advisory for parts of the Caribbean. So there is a tropical storm that's going to be heading to the Caribbean at the end of the week. Tammy. <laughs> tropical storm <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> what did that storm come from, the 80s? I think it did. <laughs> it's been just working its way over there since the 80s. So uh, the federal government saying don't travel to St. Bart's, St. Martin, St. Kitts, and Nevis, Antigua, and Barbuda. The St. Islands. No, the, if it has St. <laughs> in front of it, don't go there. I wonder how many people's destination weddings have been ruined. Oh, boy. Oh. Trying to go somewhere where they have tropical storms. Uh, if you're looking to get drunk and wet with people with funny accents, uh, just go to Wingham during the next storm. Shania was playing in Toronto on Sunday night, and... Something cool happened. You know how sometimes they call someone in the audience up on stage? Yeah. Everyone's like, woo, you're on stage. I know yeah. how concerts you know. work. Thank you. And so 20 years ago, this one girl was called up on stage. She had a sign that said, pick me to sing. And then Shania had her up on stage and she sang. And I guess it inspired her to become a real singer. And so she goes back to the concert 20 years later and Shania asks her up on stage again. Okay, but... To be fair, she did tweet at Shania Twain before the concert. She did ask to get on stage. And they, they showed the picture of her as a young girl, and then Shania had her up there, and they talked about how they inspired that each other. That sounds like a horrible concert. Oh, it was lovely. And oh, then, I'd be like, sing party for two. Just get on with it. Stop talking. <laughs> no, Shania told her she had a gorgeous voice. That'd be nice to get a compliment from Shania. Sure, yeah. Wouldn't and what are the chances of being on stage with Shania twice in your lifetime? I mean, pretty good if you can tweet at Shania Twain about the first time. I guess the chances are pretty good anymore. So that got Matt and I thinking, maybe we've inspired you. This is, we're so up our own oh butts God. on this. Maybe we've inspired you to do something nice. Maybe we've inspired you to violence. We don't know. But if we've inspired you in some way. Maybe we've inspired you to yell at the radio. Yeah. Because you hated what we were talking about. Maybe we inspired you to drive into oncoming traffic. <laughs> oh, Let us know. Call us at 519-612-1049. Tell us how we've inspired you, or maybe we haven't inspired you, in which case, just don't call. Leave us hanging. Oh, the phones are lighting up. There's no bigger humiliation than silence. Gotta love the government. You can't say anything bad about them. Not a thing. I can't hear you. Province, Doug Ford government. They're looking to pass a law that would make it easier to get out of some sticky contracts. The examples they gave were gym memberships, those contracts you might have uh, for your air conditioner or your furnace in your house, things where it's like it seems like you get trapped in those things and can't get out, making yeah. it easier to get out of those contracts. Yeah, they almost seem like scams sometimes. I, I, I tried to join a gym around here and they said, well, you have to sign up for the whole year. I don't want to. And I'm like, as soon as I'm skinny... And back in shape, maybe I don't want to be at the gym. Because that's the circle of life, right? You join the gym, you get hot, and then you stop going to the gym and you get not hot. And then you got to go back to the gym. Right. It's the great circle of life. But it should be my choice. Canceling your gym membership is amazing in the town of Goderich specifically because the Goderich YMCA on the west side is McDonald's and Wendy's. Uh -huh. Amazing. And then on the east side is Domino's Pizza. And A&W. <laughs> and Barbarito. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you go north, uh, Little Caesars, there's Chuck's, oh, there's you're downtown Goderich. You're doomed. Canceling your gym membership in the town of Goderich. You can fail spectacularly. 
Matthew, when I say girl guides, what do you think? Cookies. A lot of people think cookies, right? Yeah. Well, is that bad of me to think of cookies? No, they sell cookies. No, I think of uh, a great opportunity for girls to learn how to be leaders in our communities. There, is that better? Ugh. Or cookies. That was faker and maybe worse because it was fake. In fact, I think you hurt the feminist movement saying that. Girl Guides of Canada making the news this morning. What could they possibly do wrong? Nothing. And if you criticize them, we'll cancel you. But they're making the news because they say they will not take part in a Santa Claus parade in Ottawa, West Ottawa, because they do not take part in faith-based traditions. They're a secular organization. Hey, none of that Christmas stuff. Not for us. But isn't calling it a Santa Claus parade already the secularism of Christmas itself? Santa Claus is the secular version of Christmas, I think. I thought he was St. Nick. I thought it was well, Catholic. Kind of, but barely. You can kind of draw a connection to those two, but not really. We don't pray to elves. It's not a religious thing. Not you. Well, maybe you don't, some people do. You don't speak for me. But I don't think the whole Santa tradition is religious. Do you think the Girl Guides would object to me using their cookies for communion? If I have to eat the body of Christ, it might as well be chocolate mint. I'm thinking you can have the best of both worlds. I'm yeah. thinking around Christmas time, the Girl Guides will open not Christmas presents, but their solstice presents. And they'll celebrate the birth of baby Jackson and not Jesus. Baby Jackson is uh, who their cousin just gave birth to because Aunt Nikki and Uncle Todd pulled that cousin out of sex ed. Over in Whitby, there's this public school that made the news. Pringle Creek Public School. Mmm, Pringles. I'm sure Pringle is a person, but it's also a chip, so I'm allowed to salivate. Sounds delicious. So they used to have this Halloween parade they would do just at the school, and it got canceled in the pandemic, so 2019 was the last time they did this thing. I get it. A lot of parents wanted to bring back the Halloween parade at Pringle Creek Public School. And the school said, mm-mm. Rather, the school board said, mm-mm. No. It's not inclusive. There are people who don't recognize Halloween, and we don't want to make them feel bad. So, no. No parade for you. I was one of those kids in the school where my parents had certain religious beliefs, and so I would sit certain things out that the school was doing. What did you sit out? Oh, it would be like dances. Stuff like that. You weren't allowed to dance? Yeah, back in the day. So it would just be me and, like, you know, one other person. <laughs> we we were left behind in the room. Did you dance with that person? Yeah, we had our own dance. Your own little form of rebellion? <laughs> and what was it like dancing with your brother? <laughs> so anyways, I, I know what it feels like. But at the same time, it's like, gosh, it's just kids dressing up. What could be so harmful about it? I don't know if you want me saying this. Off mic, you were mad at their their policy around treats as well. Oh, well, yeah. Not allowed to have, like, peanuts and stuff. But they, they can't share treats due to dietary and health concerns. <laughs> but, like, that's are what you, happens. Are you mad that kids are allergic to peanuts? No, but it just sounds like kids aren't allowed to have fun anymore. So they Kids can't... aren't allowed to die of anaphylaxis anymore. That's different than having fun, buddy. Back when I was young, the kid with the allergy to peanuts just died. Yeah, no, like a man. Kidding. Matt and I talking about our sex ed experiences off air, and they were interesting. I got pulled out of sex ed. They started in sixth grade, I think, when we were doing it. I got pulled out every year. Oh, yeah. Mom said, you can ask me any questions. So naturally, I didn't learn a thing. You didn't even ask her? No. no. Even though she took you out of it? Dude, we grew up religious, and yeah, yeah, that was weird. Well, me too. I remember sex ed. It was more just like diagrams of the body and... Uh, they talked about the odd diseases and stuff, but not about the actual experience. Yeah, so nothing much. too functional. No. Survey done by this group two thirds of Canadian youth say they do not feel sex education prepared them for sex. They say a lot of it focused on abstinence, but not the actual experience of doing the deed. Oh, interesting. So a lot of kids feel unprepared. It boils down to this the long and short. Most effective form of birth control you can have is just join an online gaming group. Nobody will touch you. Love reading about old people doing awesome stuff. Is it offensive to say old people? Seniors sounds better. I don't know. This guy's like senior plus. 99-year-old Walter Decker. Okay, well, maybe 99. You can officially be old. He's old as hell. (laughs) It's not a criticism. It's just an observation. He's healthier than we are. For the third time... Walter Decker has completed what's called the United Way Climb Up in Toronto. It's where 
for charity. You raise money and you climb up the stairs at the CN Tower in Toronto. And for the third year in a row, 99-year-old Walter Decker has done this. I mean, that's amazing. Like, my feet feel sore by the time I get to the top of the ravine here in Godrich, right? Yeah, we got the beach stairs here yeah. and, and they can get tough sometimes. CN Tower, 1,776 steps. Crazy. All the way up. Good so, for this guy. Damn, dude, 99-year-old Walter Decker. Congratulations. And that's inspiring because if a 99-year-old can climb up the CN Tower stairs, maybe this will inspire you to go upstairs and get me another cream soda. I don't want to miss Survivor. Giving birth is something, right? A whole person coming out of your body. It's tough by itself. You know what? I don't want to speak for Brittany Ayers. Brittany Ayers gave birth to a baby, baby Sonny, over in Cambridge. And baby Sonny was 14 pounds, 8 ounces. Holy crap. That's like double what babies usually are, I think. <laughs> the picture of her holding the baby is like this is... Uh, it's like surgery was involved She here. gave birth to a full-grown man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Pretty much. That baby's so big, I think it was drafted to be a linebacker for the New England Patriots. So big. Uh, that baby's so big, they named a planet after it in Star Wars. That baby's so big, its farts are contributing to climate change. Baby's weight is so big, it beat Taylor Swift at the box office. That baby drinks its formula from a keg. <laughs> that baby's birth had to be filmed in IMAX. So big. <laughs> my sister just messaged me. She had the biggest babies of all my siblings. She had a 10-pound... 10 ounce baby. Good Lord. So that's pretty big. Wait, do you want to give a shout out to that? That's, that's uh, Xavier. They called him X. Okay. And probably maybe <laughs> because his weight could not be determined. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Xavier. Is this, uh, which sister is Marla. This? Marla. Yeah. Wingham kids know Xavier. He's a cool kid. Yeah. And apparently he's the size of a house. <laughs> he's, he's grown into a big guy too. There you go. He's six, two, I think now. Good job, Marla. Yeah. Do you have to leave the hospital with crutches after that? I guess they give you a wheelchair. Oh yeah. They, well, this is the worst part. My sister's saying he had a 38 centimeter head. <laughs> Oh, God. That's too much information. <laughs> uh, on a similar note, pumpkins for are on sale right now at the grocery store. The NHL, earlier this month, said, hey, hockey players, you can't use rainbow hockey tape anymore. Stop using it with your agenda of equality. And then this week, yesterday, they said, okay, you know what? You can use the rainbow tape. Uh, support whatever social causes you want. You want rainbow tape? Go for it. Pink tape for breast cancer awareness? Have at it. Whatever tape you want. I got to thinking, though, can you imagine, though, if, if Don Cherry was still around? <laughs> you think, well, think Don oh, Cherry would have a Don Cherry oh, rant? Oh, he would, they would just be like, okay, don't talk about the rainbow tape, I'm Don. talking about the don't, rainbow tape. Don. These immigrants come to our country <laughs> and they use the rainbow tape, but they don't use the poppy tape, you see? The yeah. immigrants hate the poppy tape. And if you don't use the poppy tape, you hate the veterans. Every hockey player should be draped top to bottom in poppies. If you don't, why do you hate this country? And they, mind you, out the, at that point, they cut him off. They cut off the broadcast two seconds in. Yeah. They, so even though we had that rant, we only heard part of it. They'd have a delay on Don. This is a long-winded way of saying it's probably best he's not on television anymore. Looking ahead, there are some snowflakes on the forecast for Halloween Day right now. Oh, so typical. It's always like a wet snow. And, and the week before is like, oh, this would be a great day for Halloween. Yeah, yesterday would have been perfect. Would have been perfect Halloween. for the kids. We should just push Halloween up a week. We could do that. You yeah. live across from the mayor. Talk to him about yeah, it. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, Trevor, let's push Halloween up to the Saturday before. I'll be like, why are you yelling at me at 3 a.m.? <laughs> We're talking about this because the winter weather has started over in Calgary. There's a snowfall warning up to 20 centimeters of snow over there. Winnipeg area, same thing, up to 25 centimeters of snow so the snow is coming and police are warning hey you don't have to put your snow tires on now but think about it maybe book an appointment if you need to go to the shop to have them on or get them out just think about having your snow tires ready mm -hmm. so that you're good to go and even if you have winter tires when winter comes it's important not to drive on a closed road in the winter oh yeah unless you have a pickup truck then when your frozen body is found, that truck can be sold for a much nicer funeral. Matthew, if I was to show you an image, just a, just like, let's say a picture of a banana, 
Yeah. Something you, you have bananas. You've bought bananas. You see them regularly. You worked at a grocery store. You know what a banana looks like. Would you be able to tell if that banana was a real banana or an AI banana? Yeah, I can tell those AI pictures. You think you could tell? Oh, yeah. I know my AI. I look at AI produce all the time just so I don't ever get fooled. Why? <laughs> just a- what difference does it make? I'm, I can't eat the AI one. It makes a difference because people on the internet are trying to fool you. And apparently most people say, hey, I can't tell the difference. The Canadian Journalism Foundation, they did a survey among Canadians. 48% of us say we couldn't identify AI-generated content. That includes photos. That includes news stories that are just made by a computer trying to mislead you. Yeah, it does a good job. It sounds real. But you think you could identify these things? Maybe not written AI because it's pretty convincing. Yeah. But pictures, I I tend to be able to read into it and think, oh, that doesn't look real. I'm criticizing you, but I I think I'm, I'm with you. I feel like I could spot fake content on the internet. For example, like so many times... I'll be on OnlyFans and I'll be looking at the photos. I'm like, those aren't real. It's getting to the point of the year where you can buy a new calendar for 2024. You go to the department store. There's lots of options. You can buy uh, Pomeranians Yeah. for all of 2024. Cats. Yeah, Sailor Moon. Name a thing and there's a calendar for it. Catholic priests. Yeah. Hot there's a Catholic priests. Good-looking good Catholic priests. Out of Italy, well, they take pictures of these guys and put it into a calendar. And are, they, are these, hold on, are these real priests? They are. They, it's not just the hot guys, they put them in the, the collar? They could have been models, these priests. And so, like, the, the Vatican doesn't necessarily support this, but you can basically buy them next to the Vatican. And <laughs> they kind of like it, I think, because it kind of makes the re- religion look a little sexy, right? It makes Catholicism sexy. Go to one of our local churches and see one of our good-looking young priests. Apparently, this is a real phenomenon. People get real turned on by the pastor. Your dad is a preacher. Well, yeah, pastors are charismatic. Sometimes people fall in love with them. My dad had a stalker once. She would come to all the meetings, sit in the front row, and and then it's... Would she wear a low-cut shirt right in the front row? Dance suggestively, (gasps) perhaps. Not dancing. Back in the day. And I think they had to call the cops on this lady. She started. What? Yeah, she started writing letters and death threats saying like, oh, I'm going to kill your wife and come be with oh me. Oh, my goodness. It turned into a whole thing. It was That's terrible. That's not Christ-like. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that can happen. Oh, my. Was your dad a good-looking dude? He was. Could he have been in this calendar? Oh, absolutely. He was a good-looking dude. <laughs> oh, Dale Hussey. I, know, I remember some of the older ladies would be like, he's so cute. He's such a handsome you know. man. Yeah. Did your dad ever preach down in Georgia? <laughs> did they talk like that? He did. That Dale Hussey, he's so adorable. <laughs> Oddly enough, he did. Every year we would go to Georgia. Oh, really? They invited him. Down. So that actually could have been said yes, in that accent. Absolutely. Yeah. About old Dale Hussey. Good for you, Dale. <laughs> you might want to stock up on Halloween candy because cocoa prices are soaring to the highest levels they've been in 40 years. So expect anything chocolatey to be more expensive. Oh, no. Oh, not this now. Gosh, everything's so expensive as it is. Now how, much, how much chocolate comes into your household? I've been off sugar since Labor Day, so not much. Um, Halloween is the big time yep. for chocolate. Yep. And we like chocolate man ice cream. Okay. So there's that. When you say we, do you mean you? Because chocolate mint is a very old man flavor. No, my son, it's his favorite. Chocolate mint is your son's favorite? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? I actually don't like it that much, but I get it for him. To me, it just tastes like toothpaste. Is your son a senior citizen? <laughs> chocolate mint? He loves it for some reason. Because those those flavors are uh, like chocolate mint. Pralines and cream is one my mom loves. Mm. Butterscotch ripple. My grandma used to have like the big $5 huge tubs of the butterscotch ripple. No, the older people love maple walnut. Oh. It's got walnuts and maple syrup. <laughs> I mean, that's all you had way back in the day. And you pour so my- <laughs> some corn syrup on top of it. Yeah. Mm. My wife used to work at an ice cream place, and she'd see, like, seniors coming, and she'd have the maple walnut cones ready. Yeah. They're like, how did you get it ready so fast? That was a little secret. Young kids like the colorful ones with all the colors in them, you know, the disgusting ice creams. Have you tried one of those as an adult? They are horrible. Tiger oh. stripe ice cream, terrible. Kids have terrible taste. Old people, though, I'm with the maple pecan and all that stuff. Nuts and ice cream? Nah. You don't like nuts and ice cream? No. You're out of your mind. I don't belong in ice cream. They're doing this thing down in Florida called the Florida Man Games. 
it kind of pays tribute to all those crazy headlines you see out of Florida. And it's an Olympic-style event where they have competitions like beer belly wrestling, Category 5 cash grab, where you got to grab a bunch of cash and hurricane force wins, catalytic converter, two bikes and a handful of copper wires. You have to steal all that stuff the fastest to win. And there's also an evading arrest obstacle course. <laughs> you jump over fences through yards actually being chased by cops. That inspired Matt and I to think, what events would be in the Huron County Man event? We could have such games as Seaforth Tractor Crashing. I hear they're already practicing in the downtown. <laughs> they're well underway there. There's also flag fitting. The person with the most F. Trudeau flags on their pickup wins. Ooh. Emergency room roulette. You have a life-threatening emergency, and the contestant who can find the ER that's open wins. <laughs> and you win by not dying. The Seaforth Sprint, where you see how long you can run from the cops after being involved in a shooting in Seaforth. Seaforth seems to be practicing these things a lot the yeah, last few weeks. They're going to be ready. So you met Trish over on the Tinder, didn't you? On Tinder. Tinder. Not, yeah. not the Tinder. There's no the. I know at a certain age you start adding the to everything, the Facebook, the Twitter, but it Tinder. Am I there already? Yes. You're wearing a paperboy hat. You've got gray in your beard. I guess it's it's begun. I met my wife at like a youth retreat church thing. Sounds yeah. hot. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> okay. Not anymore. <laughs> still is. Okay. Still is. We're still together. And uh, <laughs> good cover. All of this to say there's worse ways to meet. So back in 2016, there was this 22-year-old, looked at her couch. There's some guy passed out on her couch. She calls 911, naturally. Turns out this guy thought he was at a friend's house. He was drunk, stumbled into this house that wasn't his friend's house, and was just sleeping there. So police picked him up, and then this guy felt bad about the whole thing. He actually went over to this girl's house and apologized. He went back to the scene of the crime? This guy's dumb. Because she was very generous. She dropped the charges, the break and enter charges. She's dumb. Well, no, she realized, okay, this is better than this guy driving. So it's better he crashed on my couch. This guy's a drinking problem. Well, obviously. He got so drunk he went into the wrong house. You know how drunk you have to be to do that? Like, problem, yeah. problematically drunk. Well, here's how it ends. They started talking, then dating. Now they're married and they have a kid. These two belong to each other. What a bizarre origin story of meeting, right? Do you tell this to the kids? Do you tell the truth? Oh, and they pass those stupid genes onto the kid? <laughs> So that's kids going to grow up to be a dumb drunk who's wandering into houses. I think this is kind of romantic. And I, I bet there's people out in Huron County that have a similar origin story. Like, of course they yes. do in Huron County. Yeah. That's how people meet, by drunkenly wandering into a building. You know, Henry was passed out in a ditch in Lucknow Line. And I picked him up and took him home and gave him some tea. And we've been married for 75 years. Oh, my family doctor. I'm glad I got him. Dr. Noel. Good guy. Yeah. I like you, Dr. Noel. Please stick around. I like my Dr. Sue, Dr. Gill, and Treasury Walla. I, I like those. Yeah. They're a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're married. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. practice together, so you, you kind of get double the doctor. Give, you, give your family doctor a hug. There's this new report from the Ontario College of Family Physicians. It says in three years, one in four Canadians will be without a family doctor. A lot of medical staff are overworked and either leaving the field or just reducing their hours. The pandemic was hard on people. Especially what we were doing to doctors during the pandemic. Remember the pots and pans? Remember we were banging on pots and pans? Yes, because I, I used to get a chuckle out of it because you go to bed at 6, and the pots and pans banging began around 7. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like... They're waking up fatty, and we were we were so we were so good intended. Well, let's bang on pots and pans to show our respect. So I talked to my mom about that, and I'm like, "How do you feel about the pots and pans?" She's like, "Well, I, I work the graveyard shift, so if they woke me up, I'd be mad about it." Yeah, I heard this from some other nurses too. It's like, "Oh, the pots and pans woke us up." Thanks. Yeah, so we're banging on pots and pans, and then medical staff are like, "It doesn't help." So They're like, just like, "Can you just give us more money instead like, of pots and pans? Can you give us more money and reasonable pay, please?" And we're like, "Not in my country. We're gonna bang on pots and pans." <laughs> You want to buy some property? Maybe Huron County's a little out of your price range. You could go up to beautiful Cochrane, Ontario. It's closer to Hudson Bay than it is to Georgian Bay. What's that, like 
20 hours from here? <laughs> no, no, no. It's probably like uh, eight, nine hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good drive anyways. It's a good drive. They're selling plots of land there for as low as $10. 10 bucks for land? I guess they have a lot of jobs there. They're trying to attract families, and they're saying, hey, if you need a place to live, you're looking for something affordable, you want to build a house, we'll sell you the lot to build the house for as low as $10. Yeah, the mayor says it's just beautiful up there. You and I looked up things to do in Cochrane, Ontario. It's not as bad as you'd think. It's about 5,300 people live there. They got golf. They got a Timmy's. They got a hockey arena. There's a trailer park, schools. There's a hospital. You know, everything you kind of need up there. They also have this heritage village that, according to TripAdvisor, will show you what it was like to live in the early 1900s. Oh, a pioneer village. Yeah, it's like a pioneer village. What, is the early 1900s pioneer times? No, that's like 1800s, right? No, that's pioneer village territory. No, they had electricity in the 1900s. Early 1900s? No, but there's that pioneer village over in London. We we once had a listener, Carol, call us and say, I went to that school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> remember that it's true so yeah it's, it's within our lifetime you know hey fair enough man fair enough i checked this as well the closest costco to cochran is a four-hour drive into sudbury so that's a no for me <laughs> as the saying goes more than an hour from costco you better say bye ho every town at some point has a problem with graffiti here in the town of Goddard, was it last summer? Somebody spray-painted graffiti all over the downtown businesses. Oh, they just went around and did all that. And it would be nice if there was a business in town you could just hire to clean up the graffiti. There might be. We have not investigated well, this. Well, may- maybe there is. If if there isn't, then someone should do what they did in Newfoundland. There's this 18-year-old and a 19-year-old started a business. They call it Scrub Squad. And they hire themselves out. They, they go to the shopping mall, there's a furniture store, hired them, a bar, and they just clean up the graffiti. That sounds nice, but Matt and I got thinking. Oh, we're so cynical, though. That maybe, because <laughs> it might be worth it, some of the money they're making as the scrub squad. Yeah. Maybe they invest in a couple cans of spray paint, give it to their friends, say, hey, go tag something. Well, that's just it. Nothing's you, stopping them from uh, going out at night and creating more work for themselves. Drumming up your own business, right? But, but they wouldn't do that, I don't think. They, they, apparently, they got great reviews. Everyone loves them. They're really nice guys. Of course they got great reviews. They're providing the product, so they know how to clean it perfectly. We're on to you, Scrub Squad. You hear about people every once in a while. Don Cherry is a good example of people complaining about not wearing a poppy. Right. Ahead of Remembrance Day. It's good to wear a poppy. So somebody complained to the Saskatchewan government. Apparently, this was a provincial worker who said, our provincial government office does not allow us to wear poppies. Was there any reason for this? I don't know exactly what it was, but apparently it was a government office. And the Saskatchewan government now says they're going to enshrine in law that anybody who works for the Saskatchewan government will be fully allowed to wear a poppy. So I, I worked at a grocery store for a while, and we weren't allowed to wear the poppies with the pins. But there was a good reason for that. Because we were preparing food. So if you're preparing a sandwich or something, you don't want that pin to fall in a sandwich. So that made sense. So we had stickers. All right. Well, that was the solution for that. There you go. Because those pins aren't very good at sticking to your jacket, are they? They Yeah, they sometimes they, fall off. They come loose. You have to buy a couple poppies. And then it falls on the floor, and then someone has to put it in their mouth and pretend it's lips Ugh. before they put it back on. You and know. then your teacher tells you it's disrespectful. It's, it is. <laughs> but is the Saskatchewan government standing up for the poppy, and that's right, you can't stop me from wearing a poppy, Matthew. You can't. Because if I choose to wear it directly on my bare chest because I stopped wearing shirts to the office, you can't say it's sexual harassment anymore. Otherwise, why do you hate veterans? The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.